Hi, my name is Carl Valeri, host of Aviation Careers Podcast, the inspirational, informational, and transparent podcast about aviation careers. Today we have a listener mail question, which comes in from our aviationcareerspodcast.com slash contact page. And they want to know if a, going to a small college and getting the restricted ATP will reduce their chances of getting hired. We'll talk about that next. But if you're looking for one of those free scholarships guides, uh, our sponsor here, Strumer Law, actually is giving away 50 of those scholarships guides using the coupon code Strumer Law. The law offices of Robert M. Strumer, LLC, handles various aviation matters, safety investigations, and pilot medical certification. You can find them in the web at www.strumerlaw.com. If you want to get one of those free scholarships guides, use that coupon code, StrumerLaw. And if you're someone that wants to pay it forward and give away a free scholarships guide, go to pay it forward on aviationcareerspodcast.com. Anyway, on to the show. So again, this comes in through our contact page. It's a listener mail. We're going to do all that listener mail uh, throughout this episode. And by the way, it takes a good six months. I'm kind of eight months behind on listener mail right now. So I'm going to start pushing out a whole bunch of answers to some of those listener mails. We will, if you ask a question, uh, de-identify a lot of it uh, because we want to protect your privacy. This listener mail comes from the contact page, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash contact. He writes, I'm a 35-year-old veteran transitioning into a reduced or restricted ATP with 1,250 hours. I'm using my GI benefits to fund this two-year associates program, which will provide all the qualifications I need. I'm attending a small community college. Does this matter? What issues do you see me having post-school with hiring and the fact that it's a reduced program? Am I starting flight school as someone who's jumped into flying airplanes from jumping out of airplanes. Any advice? Thank you, and I really enjoy the podcast. First of all, thanks for your service, and I appreciate the question. We have a lot of folks that we help out through our coaching services who actually have done the same thing that you have done. So let's answer some of those questions uh, by a couple of points. First of all, the size of the school does not matter. The most important thing when you're looking for a job flying airplanes is flight time. That's the most important thing. Certificates, of course, you want to get towards your ATP, so that should be your ultimate goal is to get that ATP certificate with no restrictions. What does that mean? 1,500 hours, and at some point, 23 years old, right? But one of the things that you have to realize is that you can get hired with a restricted ATP at many places, even at some of the major airlines. So does it matter the size of the school? No, they're not looking at that. Flight time is most important. But let's look at one of the benefits of a larger school. The biggest benefit of a larger school is the networking through the alumni associations. So even some of the smaller schools have kind of boxed above their weight by going out there and getting involved in a lot of these uh, pathway programs, cadet programs or whatever, where they've partnered with some of these airlines. And also, they have a lot of resources or hopefully point you in the direction of some of those resources. Resources such as you know, fairs, job fairs, those kind of things. Those are the things that I want you to do by going to a smaller school is get involved in the community of aviation. The bigger schools, of course, they bring a lot of people in. You're going to have to go out and do a little more research on your own and, and be proactive in trying to find those things where the people will be that are doing the hiring. I also highly suggest LinkedIn. I know uh, I'm not a big social media kind of guy, but uh, I do really like LinkedIn because that's where uh, the professional networking and most people adhere to that rule of being a professional network. So uh, by the way, I know in the past you've been jumping out of airplanes. 
I highly recommend that during this process, you stay in the airplane. <laughs> so you can go back to jumping out of airplanes at some point. As a matter of fact, maybe in your career, you may want to actually fly jumpers someday, having all that experience. I know people have done that, and they've really enjoyed it. Uh, just one way to build hours to get that to that ultimate career goal. Although probably if you're going to one of these programs, you're going to wind up being a flight instructor. I'm not sure in your case. Uh, by the way, that GI Bill is absolutely amazing. There's so many opportunities out there for people. So one thing I do want you to know is a lot of people have done the same thing you've done. So get out there and network. Uh, if you're somebody that actually has words of wisdom for this individual, I know a lot of people uh, already are far along in their careers and still listen to the podcast. Uh, one thing I do appreciate is people that have gotten their career goal have written into us. So if you're one of those people that have been jumping out of airplanes and now you're inside the airplane piloting, I'd love to hear it back. Feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com or our contact page and fill out the form. Uh, love to give you know some of your feedback on this. But yes, most importantly, don't worry about the size of this school. Uh, you can get quality education just about everywhere. It's very dependent on the instructors at the school. Number two, make sure you get out there and start networking and try to go to some of these career fairs. Again, the biggest thing about these bigger schools is the networking and the alumni associations. Even some of the small schools have some good alumni associations. Also, you said this is associated with an associates program. Uh, the associates program that's actually through uh, one of the aviation colleges, say, online, uh, they a lot of times have an alumni association, so look into that. Get involved in EAA, get involved in the air shows, get involved in everything that you can that's out there uh, to get yourself into that network of aviation and get plugged in. Thanks again for the question. So our second question comes from the contact page. Uh, it says, hi, Carl. I'd like to visit you at the hangar one of these days. I usually drive to Lakeland most Saturdays. Should I let you know through the means before I head that way? Thank you. First of all, it, it's hard to find me here. I know I'm here uh, right now on the campus of Sun and Fun uh, in the Elevate office, and uh, I'm actually speaking at uh, the Aerospace Center for Excellence. We've talked about doing meetups. I haven't really figured out how to do that yet, um, but what we're going to do is try to have like a career type event, maybe do it once every few months, once a quarter, where we'll get people in here for a very uh, nominal fee. We're thinking of charging like $10 to come in. And that $10 is actually a donation to our pay it forward program. And that actually will buy a scholarships guide for somebody else. Uh, so it's a win-win situation. You'll get some uh, career advice and be able to do something here. We have a lot of different facilities on the campus here at Sun and Fun so that uh, we can actually have one of these events. Uh, just not sure how we're going to put that together. I'll probably do something really informal, very small at first, uh, just in this office here, and I'll show you my F-14. I'm joking. I don't have an F-14, but there's one hanging out in the hangar right next to me. I always tell people, uh, you know, come see my F-14. It's uh, it's really cool. It's been restored, and they've done a great job. But it's hanging out in the hangar. Hey, maybe we'll have our meet up there next to the F-14. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, if you do want to come by, I'm going to start putting a, a meetup thing on, on there. haven't figured out what software to use and figure out how to do that. Uh, but we'll uh, put that on our Facebook page and also on our website as far as events. So look for events. Uh, and if you have questions, by the way, and I never mentioned this, uh, on our YouTube channel, I know most of you listen to me through the podcatchers, but try to come over to the YouTube channel because in the comments below the channel, uh, below each video, uh, I've been answering a lot of these questions because some of these questions come from the YouTube and there's some really good conversations that go on there and some really good information from other listeners. Uh, so that's kind of what I've been using for that, that conversational piece. We don't really have a forum, but it's, it's kind of become that forum and that's at Aviation Careers Podcast uh, on YouTube. 
Our third question is a much longer question, but like I said, I'm going to try to get through as many of these as possible. Let me know what you think about some of these longer format ones. I know most people say they want to do like a 22 minute, that type of thing. I'm a little behind on some of these questions, so I may wind up doing some longer podcasts. So let's get into this one. It's a little bit longer, more specific. And by the way, for those specific questions and situations, don't forget aviationcareerspodcast.com slash coaching so we can help you out individually. Usually takes about six weeks to get into my schedule, sometimes less. Anyway, here comes again from the contact page. Hello, Mr. Valeri. I'd like to start by saying I really like listening to your podcast. And even though I'm a fairly new listener, I enjoy the content and look forward to every episode as soon as it comes out. I wanted to reach out because I want to get an opinion from you because I really need some guidance on this. And I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. To give some context, I'm from Venezuela, living in the U.S., I've always wanted to fly. And after some years, I'm in a position in which I'm finally able to grasp that dream. However, it comes with challenges. My options are very limited as far as finances goes. The first one being taken out of student loan, $100,000 to pay for my training at ATP. This was my first option. And as it was very clear on the path, the repayment plan from the financial institution is comfortable during the school training. After this, however, the official repayment begins at $1,800 a month for a 15-year term and $1,600 for a 10-year term. My interest rates are this high because I'm not yet a permanent resident, making it a little bit more riskier to the banks. I was not approved through Sally May for this reason, but I was approved for Meritize. Uh, I quote the approval because they offered me some repayment plans I mentioned. By the way, uh, I'll put a link to Meritize uh, at the bottom of this really good organization. He continues, now everything looks okay, but my concern is if I will be able to make ends meet with an entry-level pilot salary. I really want to go this way since it's a very clear path, but I also do not want to drown myself in debt and continuously stress over this. Very good for you, by the way. Debt is a, is a real killer in life. Uh, having those payments looming over your head uh, can really be restrictive as to what you can do in your life. Uh, and by the way, we help out a lot of people from Venezuela and other places uh, throughout the globe, and I understand uh, some of your challenges. And, and I really appreciate your writing in, and hats off to you for, for trying to move forward in this career. He continues, I've also checked with a smaller school, and their commercial pilot's license comes out to be around 34000 total from 0 to 250 hours with all the minimum FAA requirements. I thought of adding a few more hours of flight training simply because I have read many pilots don't get their certificate with only the minimums, so I set a projected amount of $50,000, which I would have to get as a personal loan for. This option compared to the 100000 from ATP looks way better, of course, but being a personal loan means I would have to start paying the monthly quote immediately and over an 84-month loan. This goes to around $950 per month. I know this is a long and somewhat specific situation, but I'd like to know your opinion on the matter and if there are any other alternatives for me out there. I'm 26, about to turn 27. Thank you again for taking the time to read this. Safe flying. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, a couple things here. Let's let's unpack this. And the reason I'm reading this is I think it'll help a lot of other people. Uh, again, being uh, getting your residency is great. Uh, maybe a pathway to citizenship at some point if you want to work for a flag carrier in the U.S. A lot of people have done it. Uh, hang in there. It takes some time. But in the meantime, build your hours. Uh, make sure when you're doing this, and I, I'm pretty sure you've done this, that you ex write down exactly what you're paying for. You know, it's $50,000 difference. What is the difference between the two? What is it you're actually getting? Are you getting multi-time? Uh, are you getting your CFI ratings on one and not on the other? So, so do this for me. 
do like a, a T chart and say, this is what I'm getting here. This is what I'm getting here and, and, and compare the cost that way. So if there's something that's missing over here, but you're getting on this side, uh, make sure you write down the cost of what that would have been to care, compare apples to apples. Uh, so for instance, if you're getting a CFI on one side and on the other, figure out what the CFI would cost you through the smaller school. Uh, so many of these different schools vary tremendously, and there's many different ways to get your certificates at a much less, uh, a lower price uh, than what's uh, been quoted to you. But some, one of the, let's talk about the benefits of a, a big school. You were talking about ATP. There's other ones out there. Um, they just happen to be the biggest from what I understand. Uh, they actually have the benefit of uh, having swapping airplanes, having extra spare airplanes. Uh, look at airlines, uh, a good example. A small airline doesn't have as many airplanes as a big airline. So the smaller airline, when they have an airplane go down and it's not working, uh, they don't have many spares, so they can't swap it out and uh, and actually go and figure out, you know, what do we need to do? We need to cancel a flight or, or do something else. Whereas if they're bigger, just like here, if it's a bigger flight school, they can find another airplane. And, and some of these schools uh, have a network of planes throughout the country. What's been interesting is how many schools are, are doing that same model where they're partnering or buying out other small schools around the country and, and, and creating uh, you know, different like satellite offices and stuff like that. Uh, so yes, uh, this can be done. Uh, the other cool thing about having the ability to actually work at the school where you get your ratings will mean that you're gonna start making money right away. There and there is so much here. By the way, we have to unpack. There's and obviously we can't talk about this here on the on the show because we can't talk about your financial situation here on the show. But make sure you get with somebody. Make sure you get with like a, a career coach or or a counselor, a financial advisor. Uh, make a path forward. That's kind of what we do here with the coaching. That is what we do here with the coaching. We'll we'll actually put a plan in place and look at all the different dynamics of your background. You know, do you have kids? Do you have a family to support? What what are the other considerations? Uh, these are all the kind of things you'd want to uh, talk to a coach with. Uh, again, we try to do some of this through our career coaching very specifically, uh, but there's other ones out there. We try to put a career path going forward. Um, what I've been doing, by the way, trying to open up my schedule is uh, because we are uh, so busy is that what I'm going forward with is that pilot interview course guide. We're actually finishing that up. Uh, have, hopefully have it out there in the next few months. I've had a lot more free time, thank God, to, to work on that. Um, but one of the things I want to do is start getting a little bit away from the strict uh, interview prep. You know, I'll do an hour interview prep with someone or maybe two and that's it. I want to have all those questions out there. I have like over 500 questions in my question bank that we're going to put out there. This interview guide is going to be for everybody. So uh, I'm telling you about it now. I know I've talked about it in the past. Uh, we had a family uh, issue with some medical issues and that's finally uh, been is over with. Uh, so we can kind of move forward a lot more with what we're doing here now. Uh, again, another thing too that you should look at because there are some scholarships out there uh, for people from like where you are, uh, Venezuelan, uh, join well all sorts of organizations, Women in Aviation, Latino Pilots Association. There's so many opportunities out there uh, for, for you to get some money uh, for scholarships. But if you want to get a scholarship, don't forget we have that scholarships guide. As a matter of fact, this podcast is sponsored by the law offices Robert M. Strumer, LLC. 
And uh, you can find them at StrumerLaw.com. Make sure if you do, do get a free scholarships guide by using the coupon code StrumerLaw, you go and say thank you for that scholarships guide. Just shoot them a quick email. Say, hey, thanks for the scholarships guide. Uh, the law officers are Robert M. Strumer LLC handles various aviation matters, safety investigations, and pilot medical certification. You can find them on the web at StrumerLaw.com. In your case, they're also going to help you possibly uh, with navigating through some of the immigration issues. They don't do immigration law, I don't think, right now. Uh, but I know they can actually, uh, you know, put you in touch with somebody there. Again, thanks so much for all your question and all the other questions. Uh, and and like I said, if you want to specifically look at some of these things, I would I would go through it on a on a one on one basis. But get with somebody and actually write down, you know, what it is you're actually paying for, how much you think you can make as say a flight instructor, then moving forward in your career, and can you handle those payments? It's going to be a long and hard road, but I know you can do it, and it pays off in the end. Go look at my dollars and cents video, and you'll see it is going to pay off in the end. It just takes a while to get there. Overall, give yourself five to ten years to get to your ultimate goal. Uh, what does that mean? That means your ultimate goal, meaning a major airline or a captain at a major airline, etc. cetera. Uh, I know that's very conservative. I know people have done it in two and a half years to three years. Uh, but, uh, but for you, give yourself five to ten years, and in general, and I tell you what, you will make it to that point. Again, I really appreciate all the questions here, and hopefully this has helped you. Uh, let me know what you think. I'm going to do a lot more of these listener uh, mail podcasts. We have a ton that we have to go over and get through, so let me know what you think about these running a little bit longer uh, and if you like this or not. But most importantly, do something for me. Take action today. Don't stop here. Whether it's looking at the colleges, getting started in a program, maybe it's looking into different programs that are out there. Maybe, maybe it's this. Maybe it's actually writing into this show and telling other people your story. You can just, or come on the show as a guest. You can click on be a guest and we'll read your story. We'll want to identify who you are. We'll make it, you know, very confidential. But if you're somebody who's had an issue or had a, has a hundred percent disability through the VA and has been able to get your medical, or you uh, came from Venezuela or some other country, you've been able to move forward in your career and you got that job at a major airline, you made it to your goal. Come tell your story on the show. We'd love to hear from you. But the most important thing you can do for me today is take one step today to move forward in your career. What is that? That's listening to more videos like this. It's going out there and reading books, doing your research, writing things down, but do something today to move forward in your career and in your life. Well, we'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although hosts or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research.